Welcome back to the Desert Springs Church podcast. It exists to supplement the ministry and growth of the body here at Desert Springs Church. My name is Drew. I'm here with Chase. And our special guest today is Alex Schroeder. Alex, thanks for taking the time, brother. Thanks, Drew. Welcome. You're finally here. So glad. Yes. (laughs) Well, today we're going to uh, talk to Alex and interview him as our newest staff hire uh, on the DSC staff. But first, Alex, everybody's asking, everybody's dying to know, who cuts your hair? Because your haircut (laughs) is just, it's fantastic. You look amazing. My most recent haircut is by Greg Hakeem. Uh Uh, at HelloFresh. Yeah, with Dave Gatt. (laughs) So any OG DSCer will know Dave Gatt. Officially sponsoring the DSC podcast for the first time. So Dave cuts my hair, Greg cut your hair. We're looking good. What Drew really wants to know is who did your haircut before your last haircut? Yeah, I used to cut my own hair. Mm. (laughs) Second most important question we want to ask, why don't you tell us uh, how the Lord saved you? So a little bit about your background, and then uh, then we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, So I came to know the Lord when I was a junior in high school. I uh, came from an unbelieving family and uh, didn't go to church at all um, growing up. Uh, but when I was a sophomore, so about a year before I trusted in Christ, I started going to church for the first time. I'd been invited by a girl I was dating, and it was a really large church, had a really large youth group, so there was a lot of opportunity to like make friends. It was really exciting and fun, and so I enjoyed going even though I was unbelieving. Um, and over the course of that year, uh, I should say this too, the church was really faithful to teach the Bible. Um, like I remember very distinctly when I started going there, they're going through the book of Daniel, um, for the high school, which was, I mean, I think I, I remember getting notes on like the statue and <laughs> Daniel's dream and being like, why is, what, what is this? Mm-hmm. And why does this matter? Um, but I, over the course of that year, just had many moments of like coming under conviction for sin. And, uh, I just stifled it down and pushed it away and, um, yeah, just continued to live a unbelieving life. Um, where baseball and popularity uh, were kind of the two biggest gods in my life. So early on in my uh, junior high school, I went. we did like a weekend retreat over Labor Day weekend. And on that retreat, uh, I had the gospel presented again. And I think just that cumulative effect of hearing the word preached, having convictions for sins, having more time to ruminate on them, also seeing that many of the gods I'd built my life around were going to fail me. Mm. Um, and I think, too, the other thing that was really challenging for me was seeing that um, even like the things I thought were good, like being kind to other people, uh, trying to like serve other people, I knew there was another motive in my heart to be well-liked and thought of highly. And so I I just, I even began to see that there was no altruism in me. And like what I thought was like a good deed was Mm -hmm. self-seeking. And so after seeing that over time, the Lord just made it so clear everything about me was sinning mm. and sinful. Mm. And I think I was confronted too. the Lord would judge me for that. So it was in that moment that I saw Christ to, I saw the savior than what Christ came to do for me. And that was in high school. Yeah. yeah. I was like early on in my junior year of high school yeah. at a youth retreat at a youth camp. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a yep. good endorsement for yeah, yep. youth ministry. Yep. Yeah. I think all the time about like the negatives of youth, like how some youth camps can just instill that camp high. And then I think, but yeah, at the same time, People are saved yeah. and yeah. lives are transformed through those mm-hmm. weeks. So junior year, mm-hmm. you become a Christian. You stayed in that 
church after mm-hmm. after you were saved, uh, all through high school, I guess. Yep. And you grew up where? In Northwest Arkansas. Okay. And yeah. so then after high school, you went straight to the University of Arkansas. No. No. Not true. I spent one year at a small school in Arkansas. Which one? It's called Harding University. It's a That's a Church of Christ school. It's affiliated with the Church of Christ. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And you just miss guitars and no instruments. Wanted to... Yeah. Okay. That's right. I actually did get in a lot of arguments with students about that. Oh, Bet you good. did. Yeah. So the church was non denominational, very Baptistic Baptist y. Um and yeah, I loved contemporary worship and had a, the right understanding of baptism. And so I went to Church of Christ school and Everybody was telling me that they weren't saved unless they were baptized. And it was odd to me. There were students at the school that had grown up in the Church of Christ mm-hmm. and were being baptized our freshman year. Mm. And I thought, if you've been believing in Jesus, which you said you have been, why have you been waiting for this mm. if mm. you weren't even saved until that moment? Go- wow. Golly. Wow. And then people were passing out tracts to me and a friend of mine who went to another non-denominational church because we went where we sang like David did. That was the, their accusation of us. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the track was called Why Can't I Sing Like David Did. How, how interesting. Yeah. So okay. I went there for a year, uh, thought I'd go on the mission field and go to medical school. Um, so studied uh, missions and pre-professional health care. And then after that year, missed being home, um, missed good friends. I didn't make great friends at that school. Um, and so I had an opportunity to go live with some buddies from my youth group that were uh, in school at the University of Arkansas. So I transferred after a year. So, But you were already then feeling some kind of call into ministry. Drew doesn't like that I just said yeah, yeah, feeling no, a call. Yeah, uh, you we aspired to, We'll into... edit that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the way that I... So that church that I was saved in, they... It was one of the few churches I've ever seen that had a a real draw for individual one-on-one discipleship from the top down. Mm. Um, so right as I was saved, I was immediately like connected with college students that were going to meet with me weekly I was, one of the guys that was my same age, his dad started meeting with me, um, just talking about life and what it means to be a Christian. And they had like small groups for high school that met throughout the week. And so hmm. that was just a culture of the church. With that, they so asked wait, me. You said it was some your friend's dad? That yeah, was a friend of with? mine's dad. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. Um, was so he yeah. meeting with you guys together, you and your no, friend? No, so we had a small group of guys that were, there's probably 20 of us that went to the same high school and were the same grade that went to this church. Mm-hmm. And his dad was one of our leaders, okay. and they divided us guys up as to who they'd meet with. And he said, I'll let another leader meet with my son, and I'll meet with other wow. guys in the group. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. So yeah, so they were really intentional in that way. And they also had a very, like, Second uh, Timothy 2 that uh, teach others. Gosh, I'm going to misquote that so bad. What Just I have what I've given to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. give to other men that will be able to give it to others. That's also. right. Yeah. So... The vision was, hey, if you're a Christian, you're supposed to be doing something in the church. So I was baptized in December. Uh, so I came to the Lord in September, baptized in December. And then January started serving with children. Mm-hmm. Me and another high school guy were leading a kindergarten Sunday school class. Wow. Which I look at now and I'm like, this is nuts. <laughs> like, I don't think they did. There was no ministry safe. There's no background checks. Yeah, like, right. yeah. it was, there was no training. They just like threw us out there. And on like Saturday night, I was reading the lessons about what Jesus was teaching his disciples. And I was like, there's no way Jesus said that. Like, that's <laughs> crazy. And then Sunday morning, I was going and teaching kindergartners. That's um, what Jesus said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so even in that, I was like getting a taste of uh, disciples make disciples. Mm. And I loved it and mm. thought this is like, I love being a Christian, love being a part of the church and love doing what Christians do. Mm. And so I think that was kind of the early 
moment, like instilling of, of doing ministry vocationally for me was just, that's what Christians did. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, I want to do this all the time. Mm. So, so you kind of took that into college, but decided to study medicine so that you could go do missions. Yep. Is that what you did at Arkansas too? You studied medicine or? It's kind of complicated. So when I was at Harding, I had, a, I was doing pre-professional healthcare and missions. When I transferred to Arkansas, I couldn't transfer into a missions degree because they had no equivalent. So I transferred to culture anthropology. Which is? Uh, I don't even, I, I never figured that out. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know. Good. Um, but you got the degree. I, 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 Go to college, kids. <laughs> I, I, I graduated with that degree. I was actually one of the first to graduate with the Bachelor's of Science in that degree. They added it. And so it had just been a, a BA, and then they made it a BS, and I graduated with the. I was like one of the first to do it. Anyway. Congrats. It was a worthless degree. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then where? And then where? Where'd you go after your undergrad? Yeah, so I graduated. I spent a year on staff at a church. Um, it was the same church I came to know the Lord in. Um, they had a year-long residency program, so I served there with the singles ministry, um, which was hilarious because um, I was 20 uh, or 21. But single. And Well, actually, no. I was engaged during the middle of it. Oh. <laughs> so it was really awkward because I was – there was a guy that was 43 in the singles ministry. I was 21. Uh, yeah. And, and engaged. And engaged. We had one of those. And I was like, I've yeah. never been an adult single in my life. I don't know what this is like. <laughs> yeah. Um, all the people worked for like Walmart head off home quarters. At oh, like right. Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. So they were like. Or Tyson Chicken. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they just like knew what they, they like had lived a real life. And I was like, you know, fresh out of playing Call of Duty at 3 a.m. with my roommates. <laughs> and so anyway, I did that for a year. Then I spent uh, a year and a half after that working for a uh, like a uh, what, what's it called uh, mental health uh, like nonprofit that worked with elementary school kids. Okay. Um, and then after that, I moved to Louisville, Kentucky, to get my master's um, from a seminary there. Um, Not a seminary. Yeah. The yeah, the Southern seminary. Baptist. Yeah, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. And you got to Southern what year? I moved there in 2015, fall okay. of 2015. Okay. And you met Claire when? Fall of 2015. Okay. What was yeah. that like? It was great. So, Slow motion? Yeah. So we were in the same class together. Uh-huh. Um, it's worth saying, in case people are listening to this and following along, that when I was 21, I was engaged and then met Claire in 2015. That engagement got broken off. That's maybe... I can tell that later if you ask more questions about it. That's um, bonus material. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's on the, the B side yeah, yeah. of this one. Um <laughs> We're just trying to get but to Claire. Good, but yeah, good clarification. Fine. Ooh. Oh, well done. Yeah. Um, so anyway, 2015, moved to Southern. Claire had also moved to Southern that same year um, to study biblical counseling. Where's Claire from? Uh, originally Birmingham, Alabama. Um, after she graduated from Auburn, she went to um, Knoxville, Tennessee, and lived there for five years and worked as a nurse. And then from Knoxville, moved to Louisville. Okay. What so, class was it that you guys had together? Um, systematic theology one with who? Greg Allison. Okay. Um, we had seen each other in the class and then like three weeks later, there was a, like a back to school get together that some guys, uh, threw together off campus. And at that get together, we recognized each other from the class and started talking there. So we met at a, so once again, we, I, I had seen her thought she was good looking and she went to seminary. So, so she has to be godly. Yeah. So that's the Christian lady. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She sounded a lot like Rachel yeah. um, mm-hmm. and Rebecca. There you go. At the well. yeah. You're just hanging just out at the well. Watering camels. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So then uh, you pursued an MDiv, mm-hmm. yeah? Got mm-hmm. that done? I finished that. And then what? Uh, Where did you go to church while you were in Louisville? So many questions. Um, you guys should plan this out better. Yeah, we should. Um, we should coordinate. If you guys mind see the first, dirty looks behind the microphones. Because um, I asked mine first. But mine is getting to the point better. So Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I graduated with my MDiv in 2018. Um, right before I graduated, I accepted a job at Boys College. And so I started that in January of 2018. I worked there for four years. Which is the college at... Southern yeah, Seminary, Southern, basically. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So it's an undergraduate Bible. It uh, used to be a Bible college. They have expanded degrees now, but it's basically a Bible college. Yeah. Um, so I worked there for four years. So after I graduated, I stayed on staff at Boyce um, for four years. In the midst of that, I came on staff at our church, which to Chase's question is Clifton Baptist Church in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I came on staff overseeing our middle school ministry. So, And we were on staff together. And we were on staff together yep, for a year. It wasn't long that we were on staff yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that was uh, that was how we got to know each other mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. being members together and serving together. Yep. At Clifton, you designing our camp shirts. I did design your camp shirt. Yep. I never, I never got one of those. I don't even know where mine is. Man, you know what? This is the biggest criticism we had. It was too light of a color. Well, people can deal. It's a little see through. That was a cool shirt. Yeah. Mm. I think I did get one of those. Because it was too see through, you got rid of it, it. and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this doesn't work. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that." Yeah. <laughs> and this is the point where everyone stopped listening to the mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, so bringing it back, um, his mom's still listening. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. She, yeah. What's she's, your mom's name? She's too? faithful. Terry. Terry. So okay. say hi to Terry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so your name came up. It seemed like seven times when we were trying to hire people over the last few years. It seems like Alex Schroeder name came up as we were discussing all these different uh, staff positions. Um, and then finally, once once Chase got his life figured out uh, and moved over to the XP position and, and that spot came available, um, your name just immediately popped to the top of that list. Um, so talk us through talk us through that that process of when um, of when we finally announced the, the position of what was it called? What was your job? Theological, oh, geez. minister Czar. of theological training. Yeah, and uh, when that came available, and you heard about it, and we changed the name. Yeah, and then yeah. we changed the name. Well, it was actually we'll the there. name change that, yeah, uh, that did it for me. Um, yeah, so we, my wife and I, started pursuing ministry roles that were more long term. Um, right after the pandemic started. Um, Great timing. Yeah, I mean, the way we saw it was I worked for a residential college working with students on campus. And in April of 2020, uh, we didn't have any idea if there would be any residential college taking place in the fall. So I knew I had some job security through the spring semester that we'd kind of been told you'll stay on staff. But I didn't know if come August, if students weren't on campus, if there was really any guarantee, they'd say, we'll pay you for another semester for you to do zero work. Mm-hmm. Um, so we thought, I'd rather I, I should rather have irons in the fire come that time to say, we're already two months into talking to a church and we're jobless for less time. So anyway, we, um, yeah, we started having conversations with churches then, and we knew we were in a place to be pretty picky. Um, the way we put it to people is we were already at a healthy church. I was already serving on staff at a healthy church. Um, 
And so we didn't feel the need to rush. Our housing was secured. Um, as long as I, my job at Boyce was going on, we knew we had housing. So we just didn't feel the need to be rushed or impatient or jump at an opportunity that would yeah, be hard on my family or me in ministry. So we were really picky, and people were really picky with us. We got told no a lot. We told other churches no. And, uh, yeah, so I think in, like, it was, like, early October of 2021, um, I was talking to a couple churches. I just – I was actually at home visiting my family, and I got an email from a guy that ended up becoming a good friend uh, who had interviewed me for a job, told me I was second place again. And I think it was, like, the fifth time I got second place for a job. Mm. Um, which was both like encouraging that I like enough churches were like, yeah, we see something here. Maybe we want you on staff, but also discouraging mm-hmm. that I was like the maid of honor at so many weddings, yeah. um, you know, pulling the dress back. So the photos look good. Yep. Um, and you know a lot about being a maid of honor. Yeah. Thanks. He's been in a lot of weddings. <laughs> I've been, he worked at a college. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. So I think the day before Chase emailed me, I got an email from that guy who was like, Hey man, sorry, we're going to hire the other guy. And I was like, dang, well, you know, we're just going to keep trusting the Lord and, and we don't need to be picky. We don't need to be in a rush. And so then, yeah, Chase, you, I think, texted me and said, hey, what's your email again? Mm. And I was like, oh, that may be a good sign. Uh, I think the last time Chase did that, he sent me a job. Uh, <laughs> so maybe that's the same thing again. Um, and so from my end, seeing it, I was like, yeah, this is a great fit and a great church. We knew enough about Desert Springs already to mm-hmm. know um, that it would be a good place for us to be and we didn't need to be scared about uh, unforeseen difficulties that we didn't anticipate happening. So, yeah. um, yeah, we knew it ticked a lot of the same boxes of theology and, uh, like kind of philosophy of ministry. And so, yeah, other than that, it just seemed like, okay, does the job seem like a good fit? And I think even Claire and I, as we processed it, and as I processed it with other mentors back in Louisville, they were like, this feels like the job we'd pick for you to have. Mm. Um, so for us, it just seemed like the Lord just had provided, uh, really timely yeah. Fit, fit opportunity. Yeah. Well, well, we felt that way too. We I feel mean, the same. Yeah. It was right when it, we knew that we were going to find somebody else for this role. And it was like, Alex Schroeder, he's the guy. Yeah. It's his, it's his to turn down. Well, and yeah. That's kind. And since you should have told me that from the first time. No, yeah. I had to. No, that would have been way less stressful. We had to test you. We did. Yeah. We had to make it, we had to make you work for it a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, I get that. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But then we've we've shifted roles around a little bit as as the staff is just kind of morphing and changing over the last year or so. Um, so tell us, tell our listeners um, and my mom, Terry, what yeah. do you do here? What would you say you do here? Yeah. What is your job? Yeah. Um, I'd say the the biggest like the in, biggest individual thing you could look at and see that I give ownership to is the community group, the community groups here at Desert Springs. Um, so yeah, uh, overseeing leaders, um, helping people find and place themselves within a community group. Um, yeah, on top of that, the other thing, the other way I've described it to people is just all things, discipleship ministries. So community groups is kind of the care, like the day-to-day walking discipleship kind of stuff, but then also, uh, the educational piece and what that would be kind of the DSI classes that we're doing. So plug for Terry to know that we're doing a DSI parenting, parenting. class. She's in class. She's in town right now, right? I'm Drew? sure so she, she watched. Can come. I taught the first one last week. I'm sure okay. she watched. Yeah. Yeah. You did a great job. Yeah. yeah, yeah thanks. We had fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so anything DSI I'd give oversight to. 
Um, I think we've determined or decided that like all things seminars, I'm kind of the point person on, um, even though we have a variety of different seminars we do and other people kind of weigh in pretty significantly on what those are. Um, yeah, with that men, women's ministry. Yeah, so non-Sunday or non-gathering discipleship uh, settings. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, you're welcome. Including but one day it will be a Sunday. Yeah, they will. Ministry. They're going to so be non, Sunday mornings. Non, yeah. non, non-gathering, non-corporate but worship we do kind of gatherings. Gather, yeah. Just not everybody gathering. Come on. We'll figure it out. You know what we're saying. I, I do know what you're saying. I'm yeah. still, I'm we still wondering better, what David also sounded in, like when he sang. You're also in charge of Claris. Yes. Which I don't even know anything about. You don't even know anything about it. No one knows. All I know how is to cancel Claris. I don't know anything about it. But we are planning Claris Mm -hmm. for 23, Mm -hmm. all of 23, Mm -hmm. when the building's done. But we're going to prepare for that. Yes. And then you'll be the point person for Claris. Yep. Unless we can get interns here. Uh, You can cut that out if you want. No, and then... Yeah, and you're you're helping us think through possible internships, last uh, residency, mm-hmm. and, and what that could look like, like what you did that you benefited from an internship residency at your church. Yep, and here you are now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our hope is keep on training up guys to yep go pastor other churches. Yep. Yeah. Um, one thing we didn't talk about was you have two little girls. Oh yeah. How old are they? Our older daughter Annie will be four in October, so she's three and a half, as she says. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Evie, our younger daughter, or Evelyn, as my wife would say, um, is going to be two in August. Okay. Yeah. They're funny. They are funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great little girls. So you guys got to Albuquerque mm-hmm. when? Uh, like right after Christmas. Okay. So you've only been here mm-hmm. six months or so. Mm-hmm. How are you guys settling in? Like in the church, like in the city? Yeah. Yeah. We, we love Desert Springs. Mm-hmm. We are consistently encouraged every Every time the church is gathered together on Sundays, we are How grateful. much do you love it? I mean, we really love it. Oh, yeah, good. it's hard to quantify that. Um, but yeah, we we love, yeah, we love the singing on Sundays. We love the the way we do Sunday morning service with praying, reading scripture. We love the preaching. Um, and then the more we're getting to know people, the more we're thankful for the people the Lord has here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we... One thing I've said a lot to people is that we're, I'm really grateful for the diversity mm-hmm. of Desert Springs, that... Um, and I think you see this on Sunday mornings. You have folks that are in their 60s reading scripture, and you've got college-age people and young moms, and we've got people all across the board. Um, and to us, that's a real encouragement. That's sweet to mm-hmm. know that we can have, uh, you know, spiritual grandparents here at the church, and we've got, you know, spiritual peers that are our same age and are we can cry with mm-hmm. about how hard parenting is yeah. um, as they do it too. So, yeah, that's a big encouragement to us. Yeah. So. Yeah. So if you're going to ask our dozens of listeners to mm-hmm. pray for you and your family, how can we be praying for you guys as you still settle into this role? I know it still feels kind of new. I think for the role, I have felt at times like I have a lot of things to do and don't know how to prioritize or know which what to prioritize next. Mm-hmm. Prioritize next. So I think some of that's just having gone through this, my first time going through some of these things. Like, for instance, it's the first time I've done CG sinks, and now I'm in a season of considering, do we need more community groups? And then going, oh, what do we do even to add a community group leader? Or how do I find them? And oh, I heard that guy's name, but I don't know him. Is he a good guy? Would he be a good leader? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. things like that are, and trying to figure that out, like, do I do that now, or should I have done that three months ago? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think that's a hard. Or do you wait six months to do yeah, that because there's other things that? Yeah, yeah. That's so. I think that's been a challenge, where I just don't know. Yeah, when to do and what to do next sometimes. Mm. Um, and throw into that too that there's things like Simeon Trust that I'll help coordinate and then Claris and I'm like, I don't know how to even think about that. There's not like a playbook. Yeah. Well, maybe Trent <laughs> Hunter wrote is. Maybe yeah. Trent Hunter wrote a playbook yeah, back in is. 2011 or whatever. Yeah. Put it in OmniFocus. So I think I think that's something job wise that I would ask prayer for. I think for us as a family, I think we. I think it's it's funny that we still feel very new, but we've also been here six months now, and so I think we we're having to train ourselves to realize like we're turning the corner from being new to like we're, we're kind of settling in, and we need to get in good rhythms of just being members of the church. And so I think we're talking more about how to do hospitality and how to pursue or who to pursue as friends and who we want to get to know better, and and that feels really daunting when you mm. look at a 500 person church of like, how do we pick and how do we get started or how do we not just be so overwhelmed with that? Mm -hmm. So I think we're trying to do that and mixing into that. And you, you guys both know this, just life is going on too with stressed out days and kids that are, you know, pooping their pants and crying all the time. Yep. Um, And then house stuff. And so I think we're just trying to figure out the balance of all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we're praying for you for that. I know lots of other people are as well. And again, just to encourage you, you've already done such a great job. Uh, there have been so many ways with, you know, there is when I took over the XP job until you got here, I was kind of doing both jobs. Um, and it was like, as soon as you got here, I felt like my life got a ton better. Uh, and that you took so many things off of my plate, but not only off of my plate, but you just have done better mm-hmm. with things than I was doing or would have even thought to do. So you have just brought a lot of experience to our church and a lot of uh, a really unique perspective on things. And you've already blessed our family more than more than you know. So yeah. we're really grateful that you're here, man. Well, Seems like a really thanks. good fit. We're thankful for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks and so as much. soon as we hired you, you had such a, a podcastable voice. I just couldn't wait to get your voice on the podcast. So finally our people get to hear the Schroeder. Yeah, hopefully we never do this again. You've been listening to the Desert Springs Church podcast. If you have any questions for us or if you've got ideas for things that you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast, just email us, info at dscabq.com. Or if you want to be Alex's friend, he, he doesn't know who he should be friends yeah, with. Yeah, so, so if you, if you want to get on his reach list, out to him. Alex at dscabq.com. Um, he is a really good friend, so hit him up. Uh, yeah, and again, uh, pray for Alex. Man, we're glad, glad that you're here. Uh, thanks for taking the time with us. We will, Lord willing, be back with another podcast in a few weeks. Until then, let's keep spreading God's glory broader and deeper. part of the job. I don't know. Welcome you back. You're a new, you're a new co-host. You're the, yeah. I'm Alex. That's not, that's more than Batman. I sure hope I don't sound that's like that. That's not what you sound like. <clears throat> don't worry. I, I sure hope I don't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
this this you is the content people are looking for. <laughs> yes, this is why people tune yeah. into the DSI. Yeah, they, they, they don't even know what DSI they want. Sorry, when I said that, you kind of gave me a look. Like, tune on here. Did you say that? Then I was. Yeah, uh, it does sound inappropriate. <coughs> Thanks, yeah, we, for, thanks for coughing right <laughs> into the microphone. That was great. We've done so many of these one-take podcasts, I'm glad that you're going to have to work, work for this one. Uh, welcome back <laughs> to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. Uh, I am about five, ten and three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right at 5'11". I just am a wuss at heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, the good. real problem is people that have bony knuckles. <laughs> 